This is Joe Burns. And Chad P. Hey, thanks for listening to the Rock School Podcast. We think you'll learn something. Now remember, if you want to hear the show with all the music in place, go to kslu.org and stream the show live Thursdays at 5. And Sundays at 4. It's a new show every week. Now enjoy this week's Rock School radio show. Portions of the day's programming are reproduced by means of electrical transcriptions or tape recordings. It's time for school. Rock School. With your hosts, Dr. Joe Burns. It's my Monty Python Queen thing. Oh my Back in gosh. I'm doing the wave. Beneath the crown, above the pearls. And Chad P. We're going to win a lot of gold medals. Yeah. Class is in. Okay, this is Rock School. It's another week, and we are back with another show. My name is Joe Burns, a professor in the communication department, Southeastern Louisiana University, where this show emanates from. Who are you over there? Stop playing words with friends, Playing against you. Yeah, I know. I'm trying to win. What did I beat you by? About 4,000 points the last time? You got lucky. I didn't get lucky. You made the word lucky. I did make the word lucky, which is worth 8,000 points. I'm Chad P. That's right. What are we talking about today? We're going to talk about the Olympics. Oh, cool. I am an Olympic freak. I Are love you now? it. Oh, back in 1990-something or other, I think it was 1992, when they changed the Olympics to every two years yeah. rather than having the summer and the winter Olympics every four years, mm-hmm. which is what it used to be. Happy as a clam. <laughs> and I love the Summer Olympics. Uh-huh. I really do. Why? Why? Because the Summer Olympics has events which are within the grasp of the average human being. <laughs> Running, jumping, <laughs> throwing a big metal ball. The Winter Olympics are not within the grasp of the normal Sure they human. are, dude. They are not. Do you go bobsledding on the weekend? We do you could go, go ski jumping? We could go curling. I guess so. We could do that. I, I, it, it's just that there's a whole lot of frozen lakes here in Louisiana. Well, you know, figuratively speaking. Right. I got a broom. It's true. It's true. Uh, you just you need a lot of Molson beer, mm-hmm. apparently, to do that. <laughs> but I will sit for hours and watch the Olympics, specifically women's beach volleyball. Oh, For good hours, Lord. I will you, sit you, and 18? watch that. Yes. <laughs> we couldn't do this last time. Obviously, no. we were still doing this show four years ago yeah. when China came on. Mm-hmm. But, but what music was there from China? Well, you couldn't really hold a show on it. Do they have that universal Olympic theme when they had... Bang, we're going to help. We're going to help people. You know, all that music has names. Oh, it does. Right. And we're going to play some of it, and we're going to tell people what the names are, where it came from, so when that plays, listeners to Rock School can go, you know what the name of that is? And tell what it is. So later on in the show, we'll play like little 15-second clips of them, Mm -hmm. tell what it is, and that'll be that. Let's do it. This year, 2012, the Olympics are in London. You're from London. That's right. And London is going to make a spectacle of it in terms of music. So we begin. There are official songs by the London Olympic group, and there are official songs that are given to because of sponsorship. Mm -hmm. This thing had to be paid for. Yeah. So this first one by Muse, it's called Survival, is the official song of the 2012 Olympics. Nice. Then there's an official song 
by Coca-Cola, <laughs> which is the official sponsorship song. It yeah. gets a little confusing right. because when we start talking about the opening games, the closing games, there's then an official song that's from the torch being carried. Then there's the official song of the sponsorship of yeah. the torch being carried, blah, 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 blah. It's all official. Right. I wonder what an unofficial sponsorship costs. It might be a lot cheaper. I, I probably. <laughs> this one, however, is the song chosen by the Olympic Committee of the 2012 Olympics in London. Good. Muse. Yeah. Survival. I love Muse. Sounds like this. Rock School. Break number two, ladies and gentlemen, as we talk about the London Olympics. Me, 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 me. Yeah, the kid in the back, yes. So, Muse has the official song for the Olympics. And did not actually submit it. I it was, was going to. No, it oh, was chosen was without going. their wanting to be the official song. That's what I was going to ask you. So, do you think the committee gets there, and do they have actual inquiries? According to the, and again, I looked at a few UK websites for this, Muse was shocked when the song was picked. There wasn't any kind of a, hey, here's 12 songs, everybody go ahead and vote. Muse was shocked when their song was picked. Yeah. And some people like it, some people were rather upset. And we, when we get to talk about the opening ceremony, which will feature five rock bands, mm -hmm. and I'll talk about the rock bands and why they were chosen, some people are unhappy about that as well. I mean, it's a full set of countries. This is the UK. There's right. four corners to it. Well, You're never going to make everybody happy. No, not everybody's going to be happy. I just wonder if there was ever any music artist that made a song with uh, secret intentions of it. That's like you and I forming a band sure. and making a song called I'm an Olympic Athlete. Right. And I then they, want this. And then they choose it and we'd be like, wow, we had no idea. Gosh. What I, a surprise. I, it's, it's our brand new song. We want to be the people in the Olympics. Yeah, sure. <laughs> exactly. Right. Now, we told you at the beginning of the show we were going to help you out. Every time you watch the Olympics, it's almost always on NBC. I'm sure earlier in the world time it was on some other network, but it's almost always on NBC. Yeah. When you're watching the Olympics, time for you to impress your friends. You're going to hear this piece of music many, many times. Dig this. Do you hear that music all the time during the NBC Olympics? Yeah, I thought it was just some kind of generic NBC song. It was not. It was actually a staple of NBC's Olympics since 1968. It is Leo Arnaud's Bugler's Dream. Bugler's Dream? It's called Bugler's Dream. Right, it's a classical piece. And it was, since 1968, used in NBC's coverage of the Olympics. They finally purchased the rights to it in 1988. So it belongs to NBC, well, it but it's years, a classical huh? piece. And when it plays, it's called Bugler's Dream by Leo Arnod. Well, all due respect to Leo, but yes. they kind of need to update the library. <laughs> no, it, it, you'll hear it again. Now, there's one other piece that plays again and again and again, and a little later on in the show, we'll play a little clip from it, and we'll tell you what that piece is, so when it plays, you can impress your friends. Okay. As I said, there's going to be an opening concert mm -hmm. for the Olympics. Yes. When the people walk in, there'll also be a concert. 
What the people on the Olympic Committee did was decide to grab a ban from the four corners of Great Britain, Wales, Scotland, Ireland, England. The four bands that will be represented will be played on this show, but we will start with Wales. Stereophonics will represent Wales. What are we going to play from Stereophonics? Well, they've had a slew of number ones in the UK. A slew of number ones and big hits in Ireland. However, none in the United States. What I decided to do was grab their biggest hit in the UK. It's called Dakota. It's maybe the first time you've heard them. This is called Dakota on Rock School. All right, talking Olympics here on Rock School. You know, I have enough music easily to do two shows on this. We won't, but I have enough music easily to do two shows. Well, you had to know when the Olympics were coming to London, London, the right. UK, and not they're all... really going to jump on that as far right. as music. And it's not just because there's all kinds of sponsorships and such. It's because to raise money. Just about anybody who was near a microphone in the UK <laughs> was part of some kind of a fundraising LP. Sure. All you have to do is go on to, I don't know, iTunes or one of the multiple sites that we use here at the radio station and simply put in Olympics 2012 and whoop up will come these things. Absolutely. Uh, I don't know that we're going to play it, but there's one called Move to the Beat of London 2012. We may end the show with it, and I'll tell you about it later on in the show, or if we finish the show with it, I'll tell you how it was put together. It's by a producer who used all kinds of different sound effects. Mm-hmm. It's really neat. It doesn't really fit our format, but sure. it's neat how he put it together. Well, they have, uh, I think their main website is the Olympics are coming to London and we need money.com. Yes, so. if I'm not, uh, org. Org. Dot yeah, org. Right. Yeah. Org. Yeah. org. Let me give you a few little facts about this. London is going to, once this gets underway, be the only city to host the Olympics three times, 1908, 1948, and 2012. Uh, we'll beat them. Uh, we're going to try. Not next time, though. Uh, Rio de Janeiro is where the next Summer Olympics will be held. That's okay. Well, I thought they'd be in New Orleans. We got time. Yeah, we got places. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you know the only Olympic event where animals were killed? This is a nice little piece of trivia. Water polo. Uh, right. They used to throw a wombat around. <laughs> I had no idea. No, it was back in 1900. Literally 1900, 19-aught-aught in Paris. It was pigeon shooting. Shush it. Now, do you know why they stopped it? Because, uh, no, I'm not going to try to go for a joke. You would think it's because, oh, the poor pigeons. Uh No, it had nothing to do with that. It was because there was no way to clarify that all the pigeons flew at the same rate and all the pigeons were yeah. of the same weight, <laughs> so there was no way to make it consistent across the board. Mm. So they had to stop, you know, and of course there was also dead pigeons right. everywhere. Do you know, and it's the last one, we'll go into our next song. Do you <laughs> know why the marathon is 20? Because you run marathons. 
I ran one 5K in my life, there and all you of a go. sudden I'm a marathon runner in your eyes. I drove a marathon. Mm -hmm. The marathon is 26 miles and 385 yards long. Yeah. Do you know why those 385 yards were tacked on? There's all kinds of little rules and statements, and it was ancient Greece and blardity, <laughs> blardity, blar. Do you know why, for real, the 385 yards are tacked on? I imagine it has something to do with 385. Uh, it actually has something to do with the Queen of London. Oh, uh, it really does. What? Back How in many years 19... she's been in service? No, not at all. Back in 1908, I'm doing <laughs> what the. Are you that's, doing? that's my Monty Python Queen thing. Oh my back in 1908, gosh. I'm doing the wave beneath the crown, above the pearls. Uh, back in 1908, the Queen wanted to watch the finish of the marathon. Okay. The problem was her royal box was in London's White City Stadium, mm -hmm. which was 385 yards away from the finish line. Well, rather than crawl her queenly person inside of Cinderella's little thing made yeah. out of a pumpkin mm -hmm. and go to the end, she decided to move the end 385 yards farther and make the people run three football, almost four football fields farther. Are you serious? I am kid you not. That's where it came from. I kid you not. That's where it came from. So her royal advisor probably said, Madam Queen. A scribe named Charles. There's no need for you to go to them. No, no. They'll come to you. Right. They're almost dead at the end of 26 <laughs> miles, but go another four football fields. Right on the turf. We said at the opening concert there's going wow. to be a band from all four corners of Great Britain. Yeah. Scotland. Paolo Nutini. That is so not how you say his name. I know. Paolo Nutini. It sounds Italian, mm -hmm. but it is not. He actually has had hits here in the United States. Yes, you sir. You play him on this here radio station. We do. He has had two hits go into the top ten on the U.S. adult charts. This is his biggest. It's called New Shoes. He represents Scotland at the opening concert of the games. It sounds like this. Rock School. Woke up cold one Tuesday. I'm Lordy strolling in the sweet sunshine And I'm running late and I don't need an excuse Cause I'm wearing my brand new shoes Okay, first break here on Rock School well, and Before we get to that break okay. Let me just point out Yes Do you know I do How many student disc jockeys on this here radio station Yes Mispronounced that guy's name Really? Oh gosh Re What is it really? Paolo Nutini. That's what I said, Paolo mm -hmm. Nutini. I didn't say you mispronounced it. Oh, I, I said see. the students mispronounce it. What do they say, Fred? <laughs> yes. yes, that's what they say. I have a, a question about the Olympics. And just in one? all seriousness, uh -huh. seriousness, that's mm -hmm. a word I just made up here on the spot. There are going to be a lot of records that fall at sure. the Olympics. And uh, this is what really does are. amaze me about the Olympics. Mm -hmm. It was back in 1954 when Roger Bannister broke the four-minute mile. Did it in three minutes and 59 seconds and a, a touch more, but mm -hmm. broke the four-minute mile. Yeah. The record right now is held by a Moroccan guy by the name of Garoge, I believe is how you say it. I'm sure I'm wrong, and mm -hmm. somebody's going to write in and say, Dear Joe, only talk about things you know. <laughs> the record right now is three minutes and 43 seconds. Wow. Approximately an 11-second drop, mm -hmm. because it's a little more than 43 seconds. Mm -hmm. Does that mean in another however many years it's been since 54, we're going to have another 11 seconds shaved off of this thing? You could. Does that mean in another 43 years, the 100-meter sprint is going to have another second shaved off it? Isn't there a point, Chad P., at which the human body cannot 
go any faster? I don't know, dude. I mean, records are made to be broken. I understand that, but we're we're made of flesh and bone. Isn't mm-hmm. there a point at which you can physically go no faster? I often wonder this because records fall all the time. Right. You don't think that there was a guy back in 54 whenever he went from four minutes to 359 and somebody said, well, there's no way that that can That'll be broken. That'll never be broken Nobody again. can go faster than that. Ever. Well. And it's going to it's gonna happen again. Uh, what's his name? The Phelps. Mm-hmm. Eight gold medals. Mm-hmm. Never be done again. Never say now. I guarantee you never sooner or never. later, probably within our lifetime, someone's going to ping off nine gold medals. Right. How do you do that? Well, I'll tell you how you do it. You, you... You, that's that becomes your focus. That becomes your drive. I don't want to win. I want to beat that. And whenever you get that that mental motivation behind it, oh, the things you can do. I see. I I think there's. I think we're getting to the point. You know, I say this. I think we're getting to the point of the physical ends of human limitation. Mm. I just don't know that the human body can go any faster. Well, maybe you know, your human body. I say that, but then Hussein Bolt mm-hmm. comes out of the woodwork. It's pronounced Usain. Usain? Okay, fine. Mm-hmm. I, I was of the opinion you sort of hoofed into it. <laughs> but you, you get the six-five guy from Jamaica that can do mm-hmm. this, and you think, there it is. That's the fastest human being in the world. But You know, he, he got beat. It, he has been beaten, mm-hmm. but I think that's just an off day. Well, yeah, everybody has him. But sure. I'm, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, some there's somewhere out there, there's a swimmer. That knows going to do it. That Michael Phelps got eight gold medals, and he says, "I want nine. I'm going to get nine. Right. Or right now, you know, Usain Bolt is what six five. Mm-hmm. Right now, in you know, Pickett, you know, <laughs> Afghanistan, uh-huh. Guyana, uh-huh. Chicago. Chicago. There is a six those three go seven. Together. You know, I'm just picking parts of the <laughs> sure, world. Sure. No, I, I get you. I get you. There's this kid, mm-hmm. six seven. And the next thing you know, he can pick them up and put them down like nobody else's business. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Usain Bolt will never be beaten. Wow, did you see that kid run? Yeah. Good Lord. Mm-hmm. And you're just going to, it's not going to happen. You know, this the record won't stand. At what point in time can a human body not go any faster? I guess we'll find out. Yeah, I guess. Hello there, Radio Universidad, Salamanca, Spain. You got a big, tall kid out there that can run like crazy? Hello, KSCL in Shreveport, Louisiana. They put in a bid for the 2017 Olympics. That's right, and won it. Mm-hmm. It's coming to Shreveport. It is. You better build a stadium <laughs> bigger than that high school football thing you got out there. It's a nice stadium, don't get me wrong, but it's going to have to be a little bit bigger. Back in a minute, Rock School. Okay, get back into music to get us to the bottom of the hour here on Rock School. Let's walk away from the opening concert on July 27th. That's when it's going to happen. And let's talk about something else to get us to the bottom of the hour. Ever heard of the Wombats? Yes. Have you? Yes. They are a UK group, and they are the song for the Torch Relay sponsorship band. <laughs> How about that? Well, you got to have your Torch Relay sponsored. But it's not the official torch relay song yeah that was done by another group the official song for the olympic torch relay is by tinchy strider and dion broomfield that's called spinning for 2012 that's Mm -hmm. the one that the olympic committee grabbed Mm -hmm. the one by the wombats is the one that's sponsored by coke this is the one that's getting the money i got a question okay how do they keep that torch lit what kind of fuel do they have in that thing to keep it lit for 26 miles and 385 yards? It's a Zippo. It's a Zippo. <laughs> it is. Oh, damn. 
Here's a Wombat, sponsored by Coke, to keep the torch running. Wombats, let's dance to Joy Division. That's cool. And we're so happy. All right, bottom of the hour here on Rock School. Let's take a break from this here. Ooh, Apparently ooh. we're not taking me, a break. Me, 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 me. Are we still going to go on about the torch? Well, I, I need to know. We did all kinds of talk about the torch while the song was playing. What I about the know. torch? <clears throat> Tell me about the torch. What if the torch goes out? It has gone out. Oh, really? Yeah, they just they simply relight it. There's there's multiple torches, uh-huh. obviously, but the original lighting of the torch, the original fire, uh-huh. is done by the sun in Athens. The the sun. Athens, light, Greece. Yes. No, Athens, Georgia. Yes, Athens, Greece, where so, the Olympics began. Well, it's, it's done so, with a series of lenses, and poof, it comes to light. So they're going to light it in Athens, right. And run it to London. Yes. Well, that's more than 26 miles and oh, 385 yards. It's, it's a marathon and a half. Well, yeah. what ha- Okay, so, all right, well, that makes sense. What happened when it, in 96 when it was over here? It, it comes on a boat. I don't think you can have a live flame inside of an airplane. So, what, what, yeah. does a guy stand on a boat and just run around with it while the boat's on the water? I think sometimes they put him on a treadmill. <laughs> yeah, they put him on a boat and bring it over. Uh, sure, yeah. Wow. And it has gone out before. Okay. Running in the rain and what have you, but there are multiple multiple torches with multiple fire. All started from the the same fire that starts in Athens, Greece. I, I kid you not. Well, I believe you. I researched this. I, I never I never called full power on any of your stuff. Bottom of the hour. My name is Joe Burns. Who are you? Chad P. Let's do seven days and seventy seconds before we get back into music. These dates: July twenty third through July 29th. Chad has Monday go. July twenty third, two thousand three. The Sun Record Studio in Memphis is designated a national landmark. Have you gone? No. Oh, I have. It's fantastic. You should go take the tour. July twenty fourth, nineteen ninety. A wrongful death suit involving Judas. Priest gets underway in Reno, Nevada. Parents claim that two teenagers attempted suicide after hearing subliminal messages after listening to the group's Stained Class album. Yeah, did they say something about they were they were in the background going, do it, do it, do it. Right, do it. shoot it, shoot it, shoot get it. the gun, yeah. get the gun. Oh, yeah. July 25th, 1999, Woodstock number 2 ended with riots, resulting in 120 arrests and 3 deaths. Mm-hmm. See, people were also hospitalized after drinking polluted water that was sold at the event. Right. Not a pretty sight. No, it wasn't. Not from the beginning, not at all. July 26th. 2000, a U.S. federal judge issued a preliminary injunction against Napster, ordering the site to cease trading RIAA-covered music by midnight, July 28th of that year. And Lars Ulrich was in the background going, yeah, yeah, yeah. July 27, 1991, Janie Lane of Warrant and Bobby Brown of the Cherry Pie video were hitched. Yep, they had a little girl, too. Uh, July 28, 1995, Al Hendricks wins back the rights to his son Jimi Hendricks' likeness, name, and music after multiple companies had profited from them after many, many years. And July 29, 1968, the birds go on tour in South Africa without Graham Parsons. He refuses to set foot in a country where apartheid is the official policy of the government. Okay, back to the Olympics. Opening concert. Mm-hmm. Remember that England is doing something from all four corners yep. of the Queensland. We've, We've done, done Wales, Wales and Scotland. Right? Northern Ireland. You the, too. No, believe it or not. No? They're doing a band called Snow Patrol. I told you a oh, lot of people are not yeah, a lot of people are not happy about the bands that are chosen. Specifically the band that was chosen. From England. That's why I'm doing them last. <laughs> Snow Patrol. Believe I know Snow not, Patrol. Do you yeah, like them? I do, as a matter of fact. Mm-hmm. They had a huge hit in the United States because of Grey's Anatomy, mm-hmm. believe it or not. It's That's called, true. Yeah, it's called Chasing Cars. That's right. From the album Eyes Open. Sounds like this. Rock School.
second break we're gonna go into it a little early we went into it late last week and it screwed up our timing so let's talk michael phelps we mentioned him a little earlier mm-hmm. everybody was losing their mind because he has earbuds in yeah. all the time yeah what is he listening to what is he listening to a lot of people believe it's nothing more than hip-hop and rap but according to phelps he states any printed playlist is untrue because he states he makes a different playlist for just about any event but he says there are certain songs that he digs. Burn by Usher is a fan of, uh, he's a fan of that one. Till I Collapse by Eminem. Overnight Celebrity by Twista. And Smile by G-Unit. Those are ones that he listens to all the time. So if you want to go grab those songs and listen to the same stuff Michael Phelps does, go right ahead. Do you know what, according to the Urban Dictionary, a Phelps is? What? If you there's a thing called an urban dictionary. I know what urban dictionary right. is. Do you know what it is to do a Phelps? No, I don't. If you're smoking marijuana in a bowl, you know, because you got nailed smoking marijuana. Yeah. You know, if you're that celebrity, you don't go do it, you know, if you're going to, you don't go do it in such public. Right. A Phelps is to finish a bowl in either one hit or under one minute. Wow. Yeah. That's I, impressive. I don't understand why you would give the bowl to uh, Michael Phelps, because he has the lung capacity of a camel, because he can <laughs> whoop, and it's gone. Hey, thanks, man. Here's a couple things about Phelps, if you want to impress your friends. He wears two swim caps when he swims. The first one is to hold his hair. Mm-hmm. The second one is to smooth out the wrinkles from the first. He, it's the truth. He has a different suit for every event, because the suit itself is cut for the stroke. Seriously, there is a apparently is a swimsuit for the butterfly, a mm-hmm. swimsuit for the other one. That's the only stroke that I know. I guess you can do <laughs> the that. Butterfly, and he also is able to do the swim with his eyes closed. Cool. He knows how many strokes it takes to complete a race, so he could do the race blindfolded if he wanted to. Well, I could do that. Could you do yeah. it blindfolded? Sure. You don't want to, though. You know why? Why? That puts a drag on you. The blindfold, mm-hmm. you don't want to have that on your face. Oh, good Lord. Yeah, Get out gets of here bad. with all that. Hey, uh, who is listening to us? KLSU on the campus of Louisiana State University. WBSD in Burlington, Wisconsin. That. Get us on Facebook. Search Rock School Radio Show, and you will find us, like us, you really like us. Back in a minute with a couple more little pieces of information about the London Olympics that you can use to impress your friends and neighbors. Back in a minute. Rock School. <laughs> Back to talking about the Olympics, although this isn't really specifically about the Olympics. Queen and Adam Lambert are putting on three nights of shows. In fact, the first one has just gone off, and Adam Lambert's doing one whale of a job. Adam Lambert's very talented. I'm telling you, you can't get any of the decent recordings. They haven't released anything as a single yet, or at least not that I know of. However, go hit YouTube. And simply put in either Queen and Adam Lambert, or as it's being called, Queenbert. Queenbert. That's what they're calling <laughs> it. And you can hear, he's pretty good. Mm-hmm. He is in the same vocal range as Freddie Mercury. Yeah. And is doing a fairly decent job. All right, who's the fourth? We've got Wales with Stereophonics at the opening concert. Mm-hmm. Scotland and... Paolo Nutini. See, I didn't want to screw it up. And from Northern Ireland, Snow Patrol. Yep. Who is representing 
England. Uh, you said that a lot of people were getting mad. No, they're not happy about it. Well, I would have to guess Jimmy Johnson and the Shrimp Shack Shooters. Duran Duran. Why are people getting mad about Duran Duran? Well, the comments range from, oh, come on, is this 2012 or 1982? Oh, come on. Did anyone younger show any interest? <laughs> uh, no, nobody's happy about that. And Paul McCartney has said he will close the show, which really sent people over the edge. Why? Is anyone beneath the age of 50? That's Sir Paul McCartney. He uh, was a beetle. I'm only telling you what the comments said. Well, who do they want? I don't know. Who do they want? I don't know. That's age discrimination. I Coldplay might have jumped up, but Duran Duran is not getting the round of applause they had expected. You know, women's boxing is in this year's Olympics. Really? Yeah. You okay with that? Why wouldn't I be? I don't know. That kind of makes me go a little oogie, women's boxing. Why? I don't know about they that. have I, women's MMA. That makes me a little oogie, too. I, Why? I don't know that I like that. you? I, I, I don't know. I, I guess, I guess it's okay. Be a man. Be a man. Be a man. Go watch women punch each other. We've talked about the concert at the beginning of the Olympics. Yes, we have. Let's go to the end of the Olympics. There will be a huge party and concert in Hyde Park, August 12th. Starring Blur. Oh, nice. New Order and the specials. Mm -hmm. Blur has written two brand new songs, which are being sold to raise money, of course. They are The Puritan and a song called This Is Under the West Way. What does that mean? Well, this is under the Westway refers to a motorway, an expressway, opposite the east end of London where the games are occurring. Mm-hmm. The Puritan is kind of a weird Casio-like driven song. This is under the Westway is a more put your lighter in the air, wave your arms back and forth type song, and I'm sure that's the one that you're going to see on the telly a good bit telly what if you, that's the way they say it in what britain if, what if you see like a giant lighter and it's the guy with the torch could in be the background could and he's be. really enjoying snuff it. that thing out mom mm-hmm. this is under the west way it's blur on rock school Okay, last break, and we got to do it quick. And I want to play one more song because it has nothing to do with these Olympics, but I just wanted to play it because it's an interesting piece of trivia. This piece of music that will wrap us up is from Barcelona in 1992. We talked about the fact that Adam Lambert is performing with Queen. Mm -hmm. This song is Freddie Mercury and Montserrat Cabell. Okay? Okay. When Freddie Mercury was dying of AIDS, he hadn't yet announced it, but it was very hard to miss. He had, as part of his last request on Earth, he wanted to test his voice. Mm-hmm. And one of his favorite singers was this Montserrat Cabell. And he contacted her. She's a, a, an opera singer. And he wanted to see if he could keep up. And to his great surprise, she said, yes, I'll sing with you. Nice. And he put out this phenomenal album of grand music. And in Barcelona, they took one of the songs that Montserrat and Freddie Mercury put together and used it as the theme to the Olympics. Excellent. And I decided, you know, it has nothing to do with 2012, but I think it's just a neat piece of music. It's an towards excuse the end for us of, to play Freddie Mercury. Right. It's towards the end of Freddie Mercury's life. Nothing like Queen. In fact, it's a weird piece of music you can play on Rock School, but it's Freddie Mercury, and I just kind of wanted to play it. So, 
Olympics are coming up. By the mm-hmm. time this plays, it'll be one day away from the opening games. Or if you catch it on Sunday, it'll be underway. We're going to win a lot of gold medals. According to ESPN, we are picked to win the medal count. Go, man, go. Go, USA. I'm Joe Burns. That's All right. We'll see you later. Enjoy this song. Freddie Mercury, Mosarad Cabell. Class is dismissed.